0: Suspense!
1: Tonight, The Man Who Knew How,
2: starring Charles Lawton. Suspense is presented for your enjoyment by Roma Wines. That's R-O-M-A, Roma Wines. Those excellent California wines that can add so much pleasantness to the way you live, to your happiness entertaining guests, to your enjoyment of everyday meals. Yes, right now a glass full would be very pleasant as Roma Wines bring you... Suspense!
1: This is the Man in Black, here for the Roma Wine Company of Fresno, California, to introduce this weekly half hour of... Suspense! Tonight from Hollywood, Roma Wines bring you a star, Mr. Charles Lawton... And so with Dorothy L. Sayers' intriguing story of the man who knew how, and with the performance of Charles Lawton as Mr. Pender, a law-abiding citizen of suburban London, we again hope to keep you in... Suspense!
0: Sure.
3: Well, thank you. I'm glad to see someone. Matter of fact, uh, night journeys are always a bit uh, tedious, don't you think? Well, I suppose that depends upon one's destination. Huh? Oh, would you like a book to read? I've a copy of Hangman's Holiday here. I found it extremely. Thank you very much. I never read detective stories they so inadequate, don't you think, sir? So? Most of them are rather lacking in characterization and human interest. But on a railway journey, I'll oh, I. wasn't minutes. speaking of the character so much. I meant the crimes. Bungled, you know. Oh, but I. I All don't these dreadful no. murderers are so incompetent, they bore me. I, say, I, I think you're quite wrong. The criminals in books are usually a good deal more imaginative and ingenious than murderers in real life. Than oh. the murderers who are found out in real life, yes. Even, even some of those did pretty well before they got finished. Uh, uh, Crippen. For instance, do you remember Doctor Crippen? Oh yes, of course. Uh, uh, Crippen—he'd never have been caught. He hadn't lost his head and run after to America. Well, that's the point. You see, he did lose his head. He bungled the whole business. It could be so simple. <laughs> uh, just for argument, uh, if you were going to commit a murder, what weapon or means would you choose? Huh? Me? Uh, well, uh, let's see. I—I've uh, never given very much thought to it, actually. Uh, <laughs> I know. Yes. I should use a sandbag. A sandbag? Yes. Worked very successfully in two stories I've read recently. A sandbag? Yes, yes. (laughs) No, pardon me, I didn't mean to be rude. The clumsiness of it all, the elaboration, the lies, the paraphernalia, the alibis, absolutely unnecessary. Oh, now, come, you can't expect committing a murder and getting away with it to be as simple as shelling peas. Oh, you think that, David? Well, you're mistaken. It can be quite simple. Oh, but if it's so easy, how would you set about committing a murder? I? Oh, that's different. I shouldn't have to think He's... twice about it. You see, I know how. Hmm? <laughs> oh, you, uh, haven't tried, have you? <laughs> oh, my dear fellow, it isn't a case of trying. There's nothing tentative about my method. Well, what, uh, what is this wonderful method? Well, oh, you don't expect me to tell you, do you? <laughs> well, I... I'd never think of murdering anybody. Oh, yes, you would if you really believed it was safe. <laughs> We've all of us got a nice little murder locked up inside, just oh. waiting for a chance to come out. <laughs> well, then, uh, why are all these tremendous artificial barriers built up around murder by the church and by the law? Just because it's everybody's crime. That's why As natural as breathing. Well, that's, that's,
4: that's, that's
3: ridiculous. Yes, that's what most people would say, but I wouldn't trust them. Uh, not with sulfate of Thanatel to be bought for twopence at any chemist. Uh, A sulphate of what? Oh, you think I'm giving something away? Well, I'm not. It's a mixture of that and one or two other things. You see, all equally ordinary and cheap. Ninepence you could make up enough to poison the entire cabinet. Of course, it wouldn't do to polish them all up. So many at a time might look queer if they all died simultaneously in their (laughs) baths. Why in their baths? Well, that's the way it would take them. It's not the mixture alone that does the trick. You see, it needs hot water to make the stuff take effect. Really? <laughs> just a hot bath, any time from a few hours to a few days after administration. It's quite a simple chemical reaction. Mm. Couldn't possibly be detected by analysis. Mm-hmm. It would uh, look just like heart failure I've I, 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 I never heard of such a thing. You know, it's very odd how often one seems to read of people being found dead in the bathtub. Have you noticed? I... No. No. look here. If if nobody is fit to be trusted with this uh, potent formula... I'm not to be trusted either. Exactly. (laughs) Well, that's true, but it's part praying for. Now, I know the thing, and I can't unknow it. (laughs) Unfortunate fact, but there it is. Are we slowing down? Yes, this is Rugby. Rugby already? Well, dear me, I've got to get out here. I uh, have a little business to do with Rugby. I'm very indebted to you, sir. I've been quite entertained with your secret formula. (laughs) Uh, Excuse me. Uh, What did you say was the name of that stuff? Sulfate of what was that? Oh, now, look here. If I were you, I'd just put it out of my head and forget it. (laughs) Now, there's a good fellow. Forget it. Yes, yes. (laughs) Yes, I'll uh, try to forget it.
1: Night for Suspense, Roma Wines bring you a star, Mr. Charles Lawton, whom you have heard in the prologue to tonight's study in Suspense.
2: Far to the south of us is our good neighbor country, Ecuador. Let's imagine ourselves there now, dining on the roof terrace cafe of the exclusive Hotel Metropolitano in Guayaquil, Ecuador. Near us, an American has just complimented his hosts on the magnificent dinner, to which his host quickly responds, Ah, yes, it is true that our foods are famous. But from your land comes a rare delicacy also. It is this superb wine, so excellent that we in Ecuador import it from your United States. My friend, I drink to you in your own delicious Roma wine. Our Ecuadorian friend is right. For Roma Wines' superb quality has won such favor in many far places that they import it, enjoy it as a rare luxury. But not so here in America. Here millions know and enjoy Roma Wines as an inexpensive, everyday delight, at mealtimes and when entertaining. So many, in fact, that Roma is America's largest selling wine. With no high import duties to pay nor expensive shipping costs, you enjoy these distinguished wines for only pennies a glass. Ask for Roma Wines, which bring you old-world winemaking skill, plus Roma's own modern controls and testing. That's R-O-M-A, Roma Wines, America's largest-selling wine, made in California, for enjoyment throughout the world.
1: And now it is with pleasure that we bring back to our sound stage Charles Lawton in The Man Who Knew How. Tale well calculated to keep you in... Suspense!
0: Good
5: morning, sir. Morning, Charles. I have an egg for your breakfast, sir. Oh, thank you. They're quite scarce now, you know. Yes, I know. Will you have your tea now, sir? Yes, please. Anything in the post? Only a note from your tailor, sir. He'd be pleased to have you come in for a fitting at one on Tuesday next. Oh, very well. Uh, Charles, what's the uh, backstairs gossip in the neighbourhood? Nothing much, sir. Mr. Skimmings, the old gentleman in number 11, had a falling out with his nephew. And has drawn up a new will, they say. Oh, really? He's left everything to his new housekeeper, Mrs. Digby.
3: Well, she's been with him nearly 20 years. It reminds me, Charles, I should draw up my will one of these days, you know. And, Charles, I shan't forget you. You've been more than loyal.
5: Well, uh, thank you,
3: sir. Charles?
5: Yes, sir. Uh, Charles. Has it
3: ever occurred to you that an unusually large number of people die in bathtubs?
5: Uh, in uh, bathtubs? Yes, sir? You know... They seem to have a heart
3: attack while in their bath and never come out of it.
5: It's a common occurrence, I dare say, sir. There was one in the paper like that this morning. There was? Yes, sir. Right on the front page it was. <laughs> That's how I happened to notice. Here. It's this account, sir. Let me see. Wealthy manufacturer dies in Bath. Mr. Brittlesey it was, sir. One of the Brittleseys engineering works at Rugby. Rugby? You know him, sir? No. Oh. No,
0: but I I...
5: I... I believe the paper says his wife found the poor man. A heart failure. Uh,
3: oh, it's a very peculiar coincidence. What, sir? Well, I, I was just thinking that I met a man in the train down from Carlisle last night. He got off at rugby. He said he had a bit of business there. I wonder what his business is. <laughs>
1: Mm? Charles,
3: Charles, Charles, seven at the door.
4: Oh, dear, the bell must be out of order. Charles, where's
3: that slipper? Never find it. Always under the bed.
4: Charles.
3: All right, just a moment. Just a moment. Is
0: anybody there? I'm
3: coming. I'm coming. Oh, Mrs.
4: Digby.
0: Oh,
5: I didn't mean to rouse you, sir. But Mr. Skimming's never kept a phone in the house, sir. And also, perhaps you could tell me who to call. Oh, step inside, Mr. Digby.
3: Now, what precisely seems to be the trouble, Mrs. Digby?
5: Well... I thought he was a long time in the bath, sir, but I never dreamed. Has
3: Mr. Skimming's been taken ill? Is that what's happened?
5: Oh, worse than that, sir. All oh, blue he is. Yes, hear me. Oh, if only I'd looked in sooner, sir. But you know a gentleman in his bath, how it is, sir. Oh,
3: yes, correct. I
5: must say I've always been afraid something of this sort would happen. The old gentleman would take his bath so very often.
3: Well, he's probably had a slight stroke, I don't think. I, I mean, I say the doctor will be able to bring him round.
5: Not likely, sir. From the look of him, he's been dead for some time, sir.
0: Stand
1: back, stand back, please.
3: Relatives will not be admitted until the coroner has completed his examination of the body. Would you have a look at this card, please, officer? Who did you want to see in this, Mrs Digby?
1: You'll find her in the library, giving testimony, most
3: likely. Oh yes, they've discovered the will, I imagine.
1: I don't know nothing about
3: that, sir. Well, i just run in and have a look around. Huh? Officer. Officer. Yes, sir. <gasps> who was that man who went into Mr. Skimming's house?
5: Search me, sir.
3: Why did you let him in?
5: He persuaded me like...
3: Officer, do you realize what you may have done? Of course, I had no right to say it. But that man may have gone in there to destroy evidence. Evidence? What evidence?
1: How I get it. You're one of them there sensation seekers. Well, you're barking at the wrong tree, me, Lord. <laughs> this ain't no murder case. The bloke died of heart
3: failure. Yes, I know. While taking a hot bath. Well, it happens every day. Five or six cases right round this neighbour in the past month alone. I've been keeping, keeping track of them. Did you know that in every single one of these cases, the person who died left quite a lot of money? I shouldn't be surprised, sir. This is a wealthy neighbor. All right,
2: then. That's my number, Mrs. Digby. Keep me informed of any unusual
0: developments, huh? I will, that, sir. There he is, officer.
3: That's the man, all
5: right.
0: What
3: man's that?
5: Well, well, oh,
3: well. Hello. We meet again. Yes. I rather imagined we were. Uh-huh. Did you know the old gentleman, Mr. Skimming? Only oh, to speak to in the street. Oh, then you, you live near here, huh? Yes. Yes. Uh, fourth house down. I'm just going back. Mind if I walk along? No, no, of course not. Mm. Odd uh, our meeting again like this, isn't it? Most peculiar. Do you live in these parts too? I? Oh, no, no. Uh, I was only here on a little matter of business. (laughs) Last time we met, you had business at rugby. (laughs) Yes, sir, I had. My business takes me all over the country. I never know where I may be wanted, Meg. <laughs> oh. So while you were at rugby that old thing was found dead in his bath, wasn't it? Oh yes. 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 Funny thing, yes. coincidence. it? <laughs> uh,
2: left all his money to his wife, I believe. Uh, yeah, she's a rich woman now. Good-looking girl, a lot younger yeah. than
3: he
0: was.
3: This is my gate. Oh, already? Will you, uh... Will you come in and have a drink? Why, yes, thanks. I should like you very much. I uh, trust your wife won't object to this intrusion. I have no wife. Oh, bachelor's quarters, eh? Yes, I do myself quite well under I the circumstances. So. Oh, I say, you're right. This is capital. Could I have your hat? Oh, thank you. I think my mother's got to bed, but I dare say we can manage. <laughs> mm. This way, please. Yeah. Well, that fire looks good. Could you take soda. Yes, please. It's remarkable how many people have been found dead in their baths lately, isn't it? Well, you think it's remarkable? Oh, I don't know. Perhaps it is. I suppose I've been taking more notice on account of that conversation we had on the train. You know. Oh. <laughs> it's a curious thing how... Uh, when once your attention is attracted to any particular set of circumstances, that uh, that set of circumstances seems to haunt you, eh? True. Yes. Now, let's, say, let's say you get appendicitis. Now, immediately the newspapers are filled with paragraphs about people who have died of or recovering uh, from appendicitis. True, right?
0: true.
3: You see, you see it mentioned in all the magazines, you'll discover that many of your friends and acquaintances have had appendicitis. The thing seems rather to uh, pursue yes, you. Yes, eh? yes. That's exactly how it is. And all these bathtub deaths, the sequence of events in the, the same in case: the hot bath and the discovery of the body and then the inquest. Yes. The medical
0: opinion, mm. always
3: the same. Death due to heart failure following immersion in too hot water. Mm-hmm. It, it just makes me wonder, you know how one does, whether anybody else had happened to hit on that drug you mentioned what was the name of it now? I...
0: Oh, I shouldn't I...
3: think so. I fancy I'm the only person who knows about that. Are you a chemist? Well, I'm a bit of everything. Sort of a general utility, man. Uh-huh. I do a good bit of studying on my own, too. I, I see you've got some very interesting books here. Hmm? Yes, I collect modern first editions. May, may I see that green volume there, please? Oh, certainly. Hmm. I'll fetch it down for you. The Henry James. Quite a bargain, really. I... Thank you. Oh, yes, yes, an interesting hobby. E. Pender, is that your name? Pender? Yes. Everett Pender. You have the advantage of me now, sir. Oh, oh. I'm one of the great Smith clan, (laughs) and work for my brain. Here's your drink. Uh, You're retired, I suppose. Oh, thank you. Yes, uh, only recently. I was in a bank until I came into this bit of money. Mm. Well, you're one of the lucky ones, not married, comfortably fixed. As I dare say, you won't be needing any sulfate of that. Oh, what? Uh, any useful drugs in the near future. No. No. I shan't be coming to you for assistance yet a while. Besides, how should I find you if I wanted you? Oh, you wouldn't need to find me. I should find you.
0: Yeah.
3: Never any difficulty about that. Well, I'd best be getting on. No, no, don't get up. I'll find my hat. Thank you for your hospitality. I don't expect we shall meet again, but we may, of course. Oh, yes. Things work out so queerly sometimes. Yes, they? yes, they do, don't they? Mm. Uh, good night, Mr. Smith. Good night. I beg, I beg pardon, sir. Oh, hello, Charles. I thought you would got to bed.
5: I heard voices and thought you might be wanting something. Oh, that was just an
3: acquaintance stopped in for a drink. He's gone. Shall I take the glasses? Yes, thank you.
5: Do you wish to finish yours, sir? <coughs> Mr. Pender. What? Your drink, sir. Do you wish to finish it? Oh, yes, of course. Thought I had. There you are. I'll draw your bath when you're ready for it, sir. Oh, do no Harry.
3: Uh Tell me, Charles. Did you ever notice a tall chap with very thick spectacles and curly grey hair calling on Mrs. Digby?
5: Why, uh, uh, yes, uh, come to think of it, I have, sir. But then he always seems to be about whenever there's death in the neighborhood. Uh, uh, Lately, that is.
3: Did you ever talk with him,
5: Charles? Why uh, why why not to mention it,
3: sir? You did talk to him, Charles.
5: Why are you so upset? Well, sir, it was about Mr. Skimmins changing his will in favor of Mrs. Digby. And the gray-haired gentleman, uh, Smith, I believe his name is, asked whether you hadn't changed your will lately. Did you tell him I'd left everything to you? Not in so many words, sir. But you gave it away. Ah. Ah. So that's his game. Uh. Oh! Good Lord in heaven, what is it, sir? That drink. He poured it while I was getting the book down from the case. What is
3: it, sir? Charles! Under no circumstances am I to have a hot
4: bath for at least two weeks. Do you understand? No hot bath. Very
3: well, sir. But Charles, uh, in the paper, has uh, anyone else died in his bath
5: Why, as it happens, uh, yes,
3: sir. I heard it, sir. The inquest will be held tomorrow. Three. The inquest. Ah, the inquest. Yes, Charles. I know what my duty is. I shall be at that inquest tomorrow. <laughs>
5: Good afternoon, sir. Hello, Charles. I was not expecting you home for a bit, sir. You didn't stay long at the inquest.
3: I wasn't interested in the inquest, Charles. I went to the inquest only to see if a certain man would be there. And he was there, Charles. He was there,
5: as I expected. Yes, sir. The afternoon papers come. Uh, There is still another of those bath deaths. Another? Yes.
3: Yes. They will go on and on. Unless someone
5: stops them. Uh, Charles, where was this one? In Launceston Place, sir. A young woman this time. Uh, it's most...
3: To... I'm going out again, Charles. I have some business to attend to. Uh, over in Launceston
2: Place, as a matter of fact.
3: Goodbye. Yes, sir? What
1: can I do for you, sir?
3: Do you... Have uh, one of those old fashioned sandbags?
1: Sandbags, sir?
3: Uh, the kind one uses to keep draughts from coming in under a door. Oh, yes, I
1: think
3: we may have one left. Oh, nice. yes,
1: yes, sure we are, sir. Not much demand for these nowadays. No, I suppose not. <laughs> careful if you use it on a stair landing, sir. You know, one of these fell and hit a woman on the head, a case I know. Knocked her out cold. You don't say. Really?
3: Well, I'll be very careful. Yes, very careful.
1: Hello, Bobby. You got a light there? Yes, sir. You're on Huh?
3: Would you like a cigar to smoke later on? Thank you, sir. By the way, sir, there's a bloke
5: following here. I don't know whether he noticed.
3: Yes, I noticed. Let him alone, Bobby. I'm going to have some sport
1: with him. Right, Josh. Good night. Good night.
3: I know you're following me. I've known it ever since I left lanston play. You should have told that Bobby to arrest me. Now, why should I? Because I am going to kill you. Why, oh, yeah, ever do you want to do a thing like that? To put an end to one of the most fiendish careers in the annals of crime. You've committed your last murder, Mr. Smith. Oh, no, come, come, look here, old boy. My name's not Smith at all. I'm William Buckley, and... I didn't imagine it was really Smith. Do do you actually believe that I'm responsible for all these baths of death? Do you deny that you are? Why should I? You told me yourself you're the only man who knows the formula for the poison. (laughs) Sulfate of Thanatol? Oh, yes, indeed. You have me there, Pender. And you stood to profit by every one of those deaths, didn't you, Mr. Buckley? You have me there too. <laughs> now look here, Pender. You're a, you're you're a great reader of crime stories. Haven't you ever wished someone would commit the perfect crime and get away with it just once? Yes, I have. God help me. But I don't anymore. <laughs> I saw old Skimmings dead in his bath, blue and horrible. The man who committed that outrage must die. Tender, will you you. buckley. You Buckley, Pender, you're you, you must you Bender! Don't, don't, don't! don't, don't, don't. <laughs> well, Mister
0: Pender. Uh, a double. What do you have, it, sir?
3: A, a double brandy, if you please, Miss.
5: You're
4: wearing off a of coat,
3: eh? Yes, you don't
5: sir. look at all well, if I may say no. so, sir. All to the arm in bed, you Ed.
4: Uh, I dare say, miss. You got the coin for the phone
5: given? Right
0: away, sir.
1: What's up, John? Probably start to beat me to the phone, and I'll tell you. If uh, It's interesting, like murder, my paper wouldn't print it anyway. Come on, tell me, what is it? Bill Buckley, of all people. What? Uh, he'd gone to an inquest. Some woman
4: died in a bath. Buckley must have been on his way to interview the husband at his laboratory. It was a rough district close to the river.
3: Oh. Somebody
4: crept up on him and gave him such a blow it broke his neck. Good oh, law. Police say it must have been a sandbag. Well, who did it? Do they know? Huh? The vaguest notion got clean away in the fog. Well, that's too bad. Bill Buckley is a great crime reporter. Uh, it was yeah. a decent saw too. Yes, I worked with him for a time. Great sport, no end of a leg puller. No, no. Did you ever hear about that sulfate of Thanatol stunt he used to work? No, uh, what, what was that? that? Look at you sober as a judge, he would, and then tell you about this sulfate of Thanatol, which. Sulfate of thanatol. Mixed with a few other things he said would cause death if you oh. swallowed it and then took a hot bath.
0: Oh. Well, nobody believed
4: him, though. No. Oh, yes. Oh, no. Yes, he used to work no. on that fat wheeze on poor boobs and railway oh. carriages to see how they take it. Uh-oh. Oh, Would
0: no. Wouldn't
1: you it one, chap? Oh, Mr. Oh, no, that bloke's fainted.
4: feeling
5: now, Charles. Much better, sir. He caught a bit of a chill out of the fog, I think. I put him to soak in a hot bath. Oh, that ought to
1: do the trick. Well, if there's nothing more we can do.
5: Mr. Pender wants me to thank you for bringing him home, gentlemen. Oh,
1: there's nothing really. Well, good night.
5: Good night, gentlemen. Is your bath hot enough, sir?
0: Pender. Uh, Mr. Pender. I, I found out the name of that drug, Charles. Sulfate. Damn Oh, sir. Mr. Pender. Mr. Pender. You're...
1: closes, The Man Who Knew How, starring Charles Lawton. Appearing with Mr. Lawton was Hans Conrad as Buckley. And tonight's tale of Suspense. Suspense is produced and directed by William Spear.
2: Have you had the thrilling experience of enjoying a meal with delightful Roma wines? Well, tomorrow evening, we suggest that when serving your dinner, whether it be fish, meat, or poultry... Just place a well-chilled bottle of your favorite Roma wine, sauterne Burgundy, or Claret, on the table with the meal. You'll be in for a new experience in just how good even the simplest everyday foods can be when served with superbly flavored Roma wines. Don't put off discovering how much these delicious and inexpensive Roma wines can add to the pleasure of everyday living. Remember, thousands make Roma wines their daily standby for greater enjoyment. At a cost of only penny the glass. Ask for R-O-M-A, Roma Wines, America's largest selling wine, made in California for enjoyment throughout the world. Next Thursday, same
1: time, you will hear Miss Agnes Moorhead and Mr. Ray Collins as stars. They will be heard in the Diary of Sophronia Winters by the distinguished radio playwright Lucille Fletcher. Don't forget to listen next
2: Thursday to Suspense. Suspense. Presented by Roma Wines. R O M A. Made in California. For enjoyment throughout the world. This is CBS.